I've tried to create an environment where it's okay not to understand, it's okay to question, because I'm trying to create an environment where curiosity reigns. You know, if we can create environments that inspire curiosity, we get into some real high quality conversations. And again, it's about their experience. Welcome Rebooters to day two of the Learning Takeover. Today, Lou Smith talks to Dusty Miller about his course, Team Dynamics. So I'd like to say thank you to Dusty Miller, who is joining me this afternoon to have a conversation around why learners and listeners should be exploring the benefits of expanding their understanding around team dynamics and how good team dynamics are an essential part of business life, sporting life, performance in general. So welcome to Dusty. I'm going to invite you to say a few words about that subject and more importantly, who you are and the world that you come from. Hello, thank you for inviting me along. So um, let's just peel back the onion a little bit on who I am. I currently work for the English Institute of Sport as a performance mentor. And I work with inside the high performance system, looking at helping people, individuals and teams be the best version of themselves as they strive for um, performance in the Olympic and Paralympic space. And so I'm really fortunate and lucky to be in that environment. And I can see some strong parallels between how teams operate, why teams operate and the importance of uh, togetherness and understanding individuals that make up the team. So that's a start point for who I am and where I operate at the moment. And that's that's brilliant. So straight away, anyone listening to this can hang their hat on that um, and, and perhaps have some intrigue. And the real reason why you and I are connected are, is because of team dynamics in a funny kind of way. And um, and, a, and a wider network and different teams that we've each operated in. And, um, and, and now, this, in recent times, we've been working with you to develop and evolve a programme for our INEO Life Learners our, and our Reboot community on team dynamics. And we've done that using the world of virtual, which is now our everyday life, yeah. And um, so used to those days of being in a classroom, but having to extract some of that and, and bring it to life virtually. Um, so today is about talking about that and how we've brought it to life, what we've noticed in the learners as they evolve through these four modules and and some of the content with your expertise in the background is is going to allow listeners to think about whether this is something that's for them or maybe realize how far they've traveled with some of the learning itself so um yeah let's start off with the course itself so team dynamics it's a four module virtual live program so we're online we're on a platform and where the delivery is live two and a half hour chunks of time for you um with a group of about eight people so typically um 
as I'm saying that out loud, what are you thinking about? What are you, what what um, is at the forefront of your mind when you hear me say that? Yeah, and so uh, you know, you know, team dynamics is all is all about the human interactions and human performance within that. And so when when the uh, the the delegates come to that session, in a sense, we we are beginning a team dynamic because as we progress through the four sessions, I will often talk and, and, and explore uh, their experiences of what brought them today and experiences of when they've worked in a team as part of a team or leading a team. And what I try and do throughout the, the journey is um, help them make sense of their experiences and maybe, um, and maybe add some of my own to it but using their language and their understanding. And often people, uh, uh, and certainly some of the delegates in the last couple of courses that we've run, they, they've, it's brought to life for them their own experiences and actually just how much they do know about team dynamics and human interactions. And in a way, in that first session, um, I use us, I, I use us, we use each other as a team bonding exercise as we kind of grow through that first hour through the uh, first couple of hours yeah I know what you mean there because having delivered a couple of the other programs myself what you what you tend to notice so you've got to make that that you've got to become a team quickly because that maximizes the learning that that's a no-brainer um, so that's one thing that's going on. But the other thing that's going on, which is a bit of a the geek, the learning geek best practice merchant within me is that benchmark of, OK, so we're all together. What do we already know? That needs to leak in really early on. So you, you know, then you've got this baseline of knowledge in the room, in the space then that's that's the bit of kit then that you play with the whole time isn't it because it's just building these lovely little slices of information into that to bring it to life um and also i th i've learned i've learned that it's really empowering for the learner to realize and know that they actually know lots already yeah so the job of the facilitator is 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 how we how do we package that up? And, and I mean, interestingly, Lou, when I hear you say that, I I hear myself um, share sharing sharing with the, the learner that actually we're going to learn from each other, right? This is going to be a transformational learning experience yeah. rather than a transactional one. And so let's bring that to life. A transactional learning. Uh, session will be me giving loads of information to you and you saying thank you very much and off you go and I don't know whether that's landed I don't know how I don't know where you where you've been where you are going so the order to have those trans transformational learning experiences is I've got to I've got to be able to um, create an environment that helps me as a facilitator understand where they're at and so we do with rather than do to yeah yeah I totally get it. And, um, and, and, you know, the modern learning environment now is there is so much autonomy and scope for freedom to, to learn in alternative ways. There's nothing, there's, there's not a lot of scripting in, in our work, which I, I am particularly proud of. We use frameworks, we use 
um, some processes to get us where we're going. But actually, our biggest resource that we work with is is the audience, isn't it? Uh, yeah, absolutely. And 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 you know, it, they're either new to leadership roles mm-hmm. or they are experienced leaders who have just come back to refresh. Yeah. And and the job of us is, is to make sure that we can individualize the learning opportunity, but at the same token, take everybody on the same journey. Yeah. So it's individualized, but team, you know, team driven. Yeah. And I think what we've just named there um, in typical loose style is, is um, the how, how we go about doing what we do. And um, to be a bit more specific then for anyone who'll listen to this is to go. So why? So let's go to the why. Why, why is a subject like team dynamics critical for us in our, in our working life? in our career or even you know it could be even in family life or sports life whatever our format of life and work is why is it important to get a wider perspective and, and that's again a really great segue into um some of the content on the course because we do explore the why and we actually yeah. explore the number of teams that we are in why do we do that well because actually in every facet of our life we're in a team dynamic and we can all recall moments of being in a team dynamic, which is which has been less than favourable for us as a member or participant in that team. And we can also probably look back at a time when you've been leading a team that hasn't gone quite well, but we've not understood why. And so the why of team dynamics is to help people explore for themselves, A, who they are as individuals, and then B, recognise the skill sets that they've got and then how to maximize those skill sets in order to um, create an environment that people want to be a part of and want to be a part of a team and, um, and, and to ensure that they have all the tools in the toolbox to understand the individual nature within the team, but to maximize the, t- the togetherness of that team. Mm-hmm. Mm. And what have you learned, Dusty, in in exploring that with people or you know we're not naming any names at all but have there been any revelations what have you learned about uh, those discoveries or indeed some of your work with people yes yeah um, so what have I learned I've learned the power of telling stories okay. and using experiences through storytelling so asking asking individuals to tell some stories of their own experiences what it helps do is it helps me use their language and understand how they talk about their experiences in order for me to make sure that the information that I hold lands and that, that I'm talking in a language that they understand. There's absolutely no point me spouting off about academic theoretical underpinnings of, of team dynamics if the listener or the learner doesn't understand it. So it really is about um, coming alongside and accelerating their learning using their language. And that's been, has it been a revelation? Uh, if I think back to thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, how do we, how did we learn? Well, we drew pictures and sat around the fire and talked. There mm-hmm. was no, there was no online learning. There was not a, a webinar at hotels or there wasn't a conference center. It was just everybody telling stories and, and the language of, of, of telling those stories help people understand. 
Yeah. And and if I were to be um, practical for a moment, when mm-hmm. that learner leaves that two and a half hour session and they they go offline and we know that the processor, our internal processor mm-hmm. uh, and our bigger bit of kit um, is doing some stuff, filtering that information and making sense of something ready to embark on the next module, which is usually more often than not a week later. Um, what else are they able to do the very next day as a result of that learning? Yeah, so they're, they're really fortunate. Um, and this is, and I think this is the beauty of the programme that we offer is there is this opportunity to have another sense-making conversation, but on a one-to-one basis. Yeah. And so the opportunity, and we, we call that immersive coaching. And so if you think about this, actually, we're, we're having a shared experience where people are learning from each other and from the deliverer, but then they're having a nice opportunity to sit down one-on-one and have a conversation about how they've made sense and the other thing that does for me as a deliverer is it also helps me to plant uh, future learning for the, for the session going in. Yeah. So in a sense, there is a feed forward for the next session, but there's also a reflection. And my encouragement to all of all the way through the sessions that I run is for everybody just to talk about their reflections of what's happened in the moment. Uh, I ask them to write some things down as well and reflect on the things that's been key for them and then to share the one or two key points. And then if we get if if they choose to have an immersive immersive coaching session, I will re- revisit those and mm. then have that conversation prior to going into the second uh, to the second module or a further module. Yeah, and um, I, I you know having done some of this style of learning myself um, and delivery myself, I note there are some key things that I noticed with with the people who take up the immersive coaching in partnership with the, the the course itself. So, and it's, you know, it's completely voluntary. They don't have to do it. It's just there as, as an option and as a reinforcement. But I noticed something very different in the people that take that immersive coaching up. And in our, in our business, in our world of, of training and learning, we talk about, accelerated performance by having multiple um, immersive experiences we naturally accelerate performance sometimes we don't know we're doing it and sometimes we're very clear about what we're doing but this uh, virtual online um, coupled with the immersive coaching I've noticed massive inroads and results with people how about yourself yeah, so I've noticed that. And do you know what? Those immersive coaching sessions are often about people talking about their context and having an opportunity to share to share and explore in that moment about their context. So it's not necessarily about the learning, but that what they are doing is they're already applying it in their work role and or an aspirational role that they have. And we can help make sense of that. And that's really powerful. Yeah, and and that I notice is really confidence building because you know the sessions are really confidential, um, but it in that the the growth in confidence is huge is what I'm noticing, mm-hmm. and the confidence to go and try some stuff out that they might not. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I I also noticed you know when you've got 
groups of people coming together from different organizations and different um, industry sectors. The pressure of performing against peers is completely, it's evaporated, it doesn't exist. So there's Mm. some calmness attached to the learning. No, absolutely. And um, uh, I mean, I I can only speak for myself, but when I I do delivery, and certainly in these online sessions as we have done, I've tried to create an environment where it's okay not to understand. Mm-hmm. It's okay to question um, because I'm trying to create an environment where curiosity reigns. You know, if we can create environments that that um, that inspire curiosity, we get into some real high quality conversations. And again, it's about their experience. And my role is to, uh, I, t- I sometimes say it's like flying by the seat of your pants because you don't know what's coming out of people's mouths, but you hope what's going to come out of their mouth is it's that you've got the answer for. And invariably, I might not, but somebody else on the call has. Yeah. And so you get this co-created learning space, which is, and it feels, um, it feels almost magical. So then, so we've got this vibe now, we've got flavour for what this offers people and the type of environment that they can expect and the type of support they could get from us. How about sharing something very specific, so subject specific, uh, it could be a tool or a theme or a um, insight from the material yeah. That, that would be of interest to anyone listening that's easy to grip or be curious about. Yeah, so what, what we do, we, we do explore a couple of tools, um, but I'm very clear to say that, you know, that these are some tools, but not, they're not the only tools. And again, to be curious, and, and they might not fit your environment. So as an example, we'll do uh, proximity mapping. And so we'll look at how do we, how do we look at a team that we're currently in and if you were to draw a picture with you in the center uh, and you are uh, so you draw you just draw a silhouette of a, of a of a of a person and depending on how close they are to you and how close do they, do they feel are they are they or why have you got dusty so close and big oh because i'm on this learning experience with dusty but over the back there i've got lou who i know is around there she's in my team but i don't really know who she is can we call it proximity mapping and what we find with that is is it, it helps people recognise and understand um, where they're paying attention to versus where they're not paying attention to, and we and we would then explore, obviously through immersive, immersive coaching, who would be or how strategies and tactics to bring people closer to the team. Nice, and anyone who's listening to that straight away, like as you've been talking there, I've drawn a picture of a matchstick person on my piece of paper with a ring around it and another person that I would like to have a conversation with Mm. in maybe a more dynamic way. So straight away in my mind's eye, I can make sense of that. So easy, straightforward, very practical thing to do and have a conversation about. So I like that. That's cool. Really like that proximity mapping. Yeah, and another thing we explore as well is is actually uh, the importance of understanding own values. Because mm-hmm. once you understand your own values, and I know we 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 explore some of this in other in other, some other of the sessions that we that we do, um, but once you understand your own values, you can begin to understand other people's values. Yeah, and so there, so there's also a sharing of a resource that that could potentially help them use a values. Uh, approach 
if it's if it's right and we talk about that at quite some length because because clearly some people's teams won't be up for some value exploration so it's definitely learning uh, in context and the right yeah. time right tool right job yeah absolutely and that's a lovely dovetail into some of the other work that we do on you know um that there'll be the nlp the introduction mm-hmm. to nlp program the creating personal impact that's you know that's a value centered approach there mm-hmm. and in in particular the understanding conflict course that we that we run um that's all about values and how when our values perhaps are a mismatch to somebody else we don't yeah, yeah. get the best relationship so um lovely dovetailing with the rest of our programs um so I want to ask you about what you think is the future for um, virtual delivery, in particular within this context of teams here. Mm. So what, in your opinion now, right or wrong, what, what do you believe is the future, the way ahead for, you know, learning in teams and being in teams and... It's a great question. And so when when I think about this last 18 months and how we have all across the globe been forced into going online and having conferences, conference calls and learning experiences, um, people's appetite, oh, sorry, they're they're comfortable now with engaging in the the digital space. Um, The opportunity for that immersive coaching one-to-one exists because it cuts down on the time as well so people don't have to travel to have so that's a a massive advantage and I think we're going to very quickly get to a stage where we can if we can adopt some uh, small vignettes of learning online as a feed forward into the into the virtual space and then uh, and then a vignette of learning in between each day as well as the immersive coaching there is this opportunity to engage with um with an LMS, uh, a, 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 a virtual learning. I think that would also help um, help reinforce and um, and support the delivery as well and the learning opportunity because you can feed high quality information that people can consume at their own time and then come to the sessions with a, I've learned this, I've experienced this, help me make sense of it. And we become sense makers of learning rather than transactional deliverers of learning i agree 100 percent there and um okay so you might not thank me for this next question so if you were um are leading a team right now and so for an example let's take a typical average size of a departmental team uh between eight and 20 people strong and you've got um a budget that is pretty comfortable you know Mm -hmm. not not too much in it but enough to to get some results Mm -hmm. what would you do with that team if forget the world of virtual just for a moment what would you do with them to make a difference um so we, we talk about this in team dynamics, and we, you know, we talk about 
the 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 yin and the yang of team dynamics and the the you know the yin is great we know it's going to work well it's great but the yang of course is it's a time gobbler a time consumer for everybody and so for me the importance of knowing your people underscore really know your people becomes really important so um the opportunity to create casual collisions either virtually or in the workplace when we get back to the workplace becomes massively important because we you know we call them water cooler moments i think you know in business we call them water cooler moments where you're 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 having an informal chat but there's a little bit of learning going on there and as a leader you know woe betide woe betide the leader that sits behind that sits behind the desk leading without actually having and creating casual conversations with the people that they work with. And so that I would, I, I, I do, and I, and I encourage people of leadership and their own personal leadership, you become the standard you walk past. Mm-hmm. So that's quite important. So, you know, um, I, I encourage them to get out and actually get to know their people better. And that's not, but, but understand that we all move at the speed of trust. And so as a leader, it's your role and responsibility to model the speed of trust. So you have to model, because you can't earn trust. Yeah. All you can do is give trust. Yeah. So I, I would have spoken about that before. And that's and that's a key to the team dynamics is if you want people to trust each other, you've got to role model trust in them. And, and the thing that I love about everything that you've just said there is that you don't need any budget to do any of that. It's completely free. It's about mindset. They're about intrinsic motivators that... Mm-hmm that get people doing all of the right stuff mm. so um yeah if if anyone who's listening to this fancies a water cooler-esque moment with us here at uh Ineo HQ or indeed the um the virtual reboot sessions then they are very welcome to join you Dusty Miller uh, who is our, a very humble modest and highly professional uh, chap um, they are very welcome to join us and I'd like to say thank you for your time and perspective on team dynamics today thank you no problem and thank you for inviting me along and one final thing I'd like to say is and it's, it's it's current and I think it will continue is look how the team responded to that awful thing that happened to Christian Eriksen on the pitch in the Euros. And you didn't have to have seen it to know how that team coalesced together. And it's because they have high status in togetherness around that team. Yeah. And that's the bit we explore on this pro on, on, on these on these sessions. And they're they're really exciting. Um subjects to unpick explore um and you 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 don't have to get too personal with it if you want to stay a bit private and Mm -hmm. and leave you know your values out of it with the group you can because there's enough amazing case studies around us in the media in sport um to get stuck into there's no better time for than than there's a lot of sport going on at the moment as well isn't there There is yeah what's supposed to be going on (laughs) Very good. <laughs> oh, so thank you. And um, I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you.
Rebooters, if you want to find out more about our Team Dynamics course, you can contact Dusty via Slack or contact one of the Reboot team and they will help you touch base with Dusty. If you aren't sure if Team Dynamics is on your learning plan, scroll down to the bottom of the email you have received and click on the button and a member of our team will be in touch. Tomorrow, Lou Smith is speaking to Amanda Livermore about her course, Growing Your Coaching. So join us to hear more about this course.